Have you ever wished you could eradicate your temptation for a certain desire? Welcome to the Transformative Duff. My name is Rabbi Daniel Friedman. Today we are on page 48 of Tractate's Nazir, and we learn that desires are what fuels our ability to live and function in this world. We don't seek to destroy them, but to transform them. Welcome to the Transformative Duff, and thank you for being my Chavrissa today. I like to begin with a story. The men of the Great Assembly were jubilant. After a period of intense prayer, they had just succeeded in ridding the world of the temptation of idolatry. No longer would the people flock to the vanities of the polytheistic nations. My dear friends, we're on a roll, exclaimed Rabbi Shimon. Let's destroy the temptation for lust. They dove and hardened did just that. The next morning, it was breakfast time. Rabbi Huda sat down to eat his daily manual of a bagel and omelette, but the eggs were nowhere to be seen. Where are my eggs? he asked. We have none, replied his wife. In fact, there are no eggs anywhere. The chickens and the roosters have suddenly chosen not to mate. At that point, the men of the Great Assembly realized the folly of their decision and davened that the natural inclination be restored. And now it may not come into contact with a dead body, today's stuff explores whether that includes the carcass of a dead animal. Let's look at the Gemara. It is stated all the days of his Nazir commitment to Hashem. He may not come into contact with a dead nefesh, life. I might think this verse implies that even the nefesh of an animal is included in the prohibition since the Torah states, one who strikes the nefesh of an animal must pay. Therefore the Torah declares he may not come into contact with a dead nefesh, which means only a human life. Explains the Tosfus, an animal is never called dead. Even though it is written, and the dead animal will be his, it is called simply dead. It is not called a dead nefesh. Let's analyze the Gemara. We all have inside of us two souls, the nefesh el kiss, a divine soul, and nefesh Bahamas, an animal soul. The nefesh el kiss is what makes us divine beings, able to transform this world from its physical state into the realm of spirituality through our dedication to Torah and mitzvahs. It's part of God. He manifests himself within each and every one of us. That's why disrespecting your fellow equals dishonoring the Almighty. The Nefesh of Bahamas, however, doesn't seek spiritual accomplishment. All it wants is to enjoy the pleasures of this physical world. Life is about having a good time without being hassled with thoughts of any higher purpose. The only goal in life is pleasure maximization. So how do you deal with your Nefesh of Bahamas? You could try smiting the animal inside in an attempt to destroy it, but as Tosus points out, the animal's soul is never really called dead. Why? Because as the men of the Great Assembly discovered, to kill it would be to extinguish your natural instincts. They initially assumed that the easiest solution to avoid sin would be to obliterate the desires of the flesh. But in doing so, they thwarted the natural order and life could not go on. The Almighty doesn't want us to kill our natural instincts. He wants us to utilize every facet of our being for our service of heaven. Your job is to work to transform the animal soul to become a force for good. How do you do that? By directing your inner beast's natural desires towards spirituality. But doesn't it seek the pleasures of this world? Certainly. It wants to eat, drink, achieve career success, fulfill the desires of the flesh, etc., but all those aspirations may be directed towards heaven. You don't need to starve your animal soul. Your mission is to convince him to consume this world for the sake of heaven. Every time you pick up a sandwich, you have a choice. Eat it to fulfill the desires of the flesh or eat it to have strength to serve heaven. When you go out to work, 
Are you driven by greed or are you working to have an abundant livelihood to serve heaven? When you engage in intimate relations, do you simply seek to satisfy your bodily desires or are you utilizing the opportunity to deepen your marital bonds and reconnect your soul to its source of marital unity? Don't shoot the beast. Place a saddle and bridle upon him and ride him to victory. May you merit a life of transformation as you direct all your aspirations and yearnings towards heaven, wishing you a transformative day. Thank you for tuning into the Transformative Duff Podcast with Rabbi Daniel Friedman. If you've enjoyed being my Chavrissa today, please consider purchasing the book series or partnering with the Center for Torah Values as we show the value of Torah and instill our values with Torah. Check it out at transformativeduff.com and across social media at Rabbi Daniel Friedman.